0: The views and opinions on the following program are those of the participants and not necessarily those of KKVV Las Vegas.
1: Are you between a rock and a hard place? more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Nina S. Griffin. I'm your sister in Christ, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that is. And we are on Save the Lost at all costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you are local, you'll dial 702-650-5588 to join our discussion today. If you have a praise report, a prayer request. Uh, just like to talk, we'd love to hear from you. Again, 702 650 5588 if you're local. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we have a toll free number for you. That number would be 800 366 8883. Again, the toll free number if you're calling outside the Las Vegas area would be 800 366 8883. We are being heard over KKVV's. AM and FM dial. The AM dial would be 1060 AM and the FM dial would be 101.5 FM. We're also being streamed live in real time, audio and visual over the godnet some say the internet but i say the godnet and kkvv's website is www.kkvv.com hello and god bless i just wave to you and we're also being streamed live from save the lost at all costs' website and our website is org. Again, if you have missed any of our previous broadcasts and you would like to hear them and we'd love for you to visit our website, the gospel is always free on our watch. Please go to our website again, www.savethelostlv.org. We're also broadcasting on iTunes at this time. That's Apple iTunes. And again, the gospel is free on our watch. So it's no cost to you. We appreciate the opportunity to proclaim the Word of God. Amen. So we're going to get into our topic right away. And our topic for today is be careful what you wish for. You know why? Because you might get it. And I know you say, wow, that's interesting. It is interesting. But let's look at the spiritual ramifications of it. Amen. So We're going to start in Genesis chapter 3 and we're going to go to the bottom of the chapter because I think you need to understand uh, the Genesis, if you will, and then we will develop uh, as we move on in the Word of God. Amen? And again, we're talking about be careful what you wish for because you might get it. So we're going to go to Genesis chapter 3 and I'm going to look at the last Verses there, I'm going to look at verse 22, 23, and 24. And I am in the New King James Version. And the Word of God says this, verse 22. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become one of us, to know good and evil. And now let's he put out his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat and live forever. 23. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. 24. So he drove out the man and he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden and a flaming sword, which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Wow. A lot of times we concentrate a lot in Genesis chapter 3 when uh, Eve first came upon the serpent. We concentrate on that a lot. We do not concentrate on the end part. And I think the end part is so important because it talks about what the end result will be from temptation. And temptation in reference to Knowledge, but not just any kind of knowledge, divine knowledge, but the knowledge to be like God, to be the same as God. Let me rephrase that, to be the same as God. That is what the tempter, Satan, the liar, the father of lies, the author of confusion, the one that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what he was promising Eve. That her eyes would be open and she would be like God. That wasn't a promise that he was in a position to make because he was not in a position to fulfill the promise. We have to be very, very careful in our quest for knowledge. Because there are those who are offering things that they have no intention on delivering. Not only do they have no intention of delivering it, they're not in a position to grant it. So be very, very careful who you're listening to. Again, be careful what you wish for. You might get it. So, but God was in the divine, the supreme, the truth position. To explain to Adam. What he really got. And in searching. For that. That is false. In searching for that. That is built on a lie. In searching for that is That is truly going to lead. To your self-destruction. It was revealed. That. The devil's true intention was to separate man from God, not for a day, not for an hour, but for all eternity. You have to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ in order to receive the fruits of the spirit. Amen. And one of the fruits of the spirit would be that gift of knowing about wisdom And in in order to receive the gift of wisdom, we have to understand Proverbs 1, verse 7. So let's go to Proverbs 1, verse 7, and then let's go back to where we are right here in Genesis 3. So I'd like us to go over to Proverbs. And again, the address is going to be Proverbs. We're going to look at 1. And we're going to look at verse 7. And again, I'm coming out of the New King James Version. So, verse 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Wow. So, let's go back to the beginning of Genesis chapter 3. And let's look at verse 1. And the word of God says this. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field. Which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman. Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? That is a lie. So. We have to automatically. Automatically understand with the discernment, the gift of God, we automatically will know when we hear a lie. Now this is great instruction. Because we all have entertained conversations from liars. But liars' fathers, or the deceiver, Satan himself, Because alive is devoid of the truth. So if there's no truth, there's no life, there's no knowledge, there's no divine knowledge, there's no wisdom. And if we all are truly seekers of the truth, we have to see God in everything. And if God is not in it, it's not of him. So be careful what you wish for, you might get it. So let's continue. Two, and the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden. Three, but of the fruit of the Of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. God has said you shall not eat it. Nor shall you touch it lest you die. Well she had some things correct. But if we would have just adhered to not eating it. That would have made all the difference in the world because God has commanded it. But we do know that Eve had not been created. Adam had been created. And he was the one that actually received the command. Eve had not received it because she had not been created to receive it. So Adam is here. So Adam has spiritual authority. There's God. There's Adam. And Eve is his wife. And the children would come next. So there's a divine order to things. Amen. Some of us are charged with teaching and preaching the word of God. A man is the priest of his home. And if a man is absent in the home, a woman is taken out of the man. So she's still responsible for godly instruction. Instruction has to go forth when we're in relationship. With the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And it's godly instruction. It's important that it is based on the truth, the truth being God. Verse 4 Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. And when you have divine knowledge, Special revelation, you understand there's not just a physical death involved. There's a spiritual death. And that would cause you to be separated from God forever because God can bring you back to life. Amen? But it's the spiritual separation that will cause eternal damnation. You will not be able to come and dwell. Where you always were supposed to be in the kingdom of heaven, where God is, you will not be able to dwell there. So you have to understand what is the source of the information? Who is the source of the information? Who actually benefits by having you think and act a certain way? Does it give honor to God? Is it about living more abundantly? Is it about living righteously? Is it about living holy? Is it about you receiving your inheritance? Your crown of life? Or is it about separating you? From the blessings that are yours. Right here and right now. Be careful what you wish for. You might get it. Now, verse 5, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Now, let's go back to the end of chapter 3. And look at verse 22 again. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become one of us. To know good and evil. And now let he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. 23. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the Garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. 24. So he drove out the man and he placed the cherubim at the east of the Garden of Eden and a flaming sword. Which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. So, what has really happened? One promising knowledge. Knowledge so divine that it would equate you with God himself. To be begotten as if you were a begotten son. As if you were the son. Misery. It was unlawful. It was unprofitable knowledge. There's different types of knowledge. It was totally unprofitable. It led to self destruction. Shame. Guilt, unnecessary suffering, disobedience. So, your curiosity was that of an evil nature and not of a divine nature. So We do not benefit to be ignorant of God's word because the devil would lead you to believe that ignorance is bliss. Ignorance in this particular case was not a blessing, nor was it bliss. Let's go to the prophet Hosea and let's read something that's really going to bless us tremendously so we are going to go to the prophet Hosea and let's see what the word of God says I am going to go to Hosea and I am looking at uh, chapter four so let's go see what the word of God says. Again, I'm going to Hosea. And I am going to chapter 4. So if you can turn with me. And I pray that you're being blessed by our discussion today. So again, we are going to look at chapter 4. And we're going to look at verse 6. And we're going to look at the A part. And it says here, again, I'm in the New King James Version. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I also reject you from being priests for me. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I also will reject you from being priests for me. That's the A part. And the B part says, because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. Now, when we were looking at Genesis 3, children had not entered into the relationship of Adam and Eve, but Adam was given knowledge divine knowledge of God himself. He even fellowship with God in the cool of the day. And Eve was given to him. Amen? To be his helpmate. She was comparable to him. It is important that we understand our true Assignments in seeking knowledge because the knowledge you seek could have an evil connotation and it can cause irreparable harm, not only to you, to that you love, who is your equivalent, your helper, your husband, your wife, your children, your parents, your siblings. Your home, your community, your job, your territory, your legacy. We have a caller at this time. We're going to take the call, and we're going to get back to the lesson. Be careful what you wish for; you might get it. We're talking about your quest for knowledge. Hello, you're on. Save the loss at all costs, and God bless you. Praise the Lord, Minister Sister Nina Griffin. It's
2: I, (laughs) Susan. Hello. How are you, Minister Parham? I'm wonderful. I'm calling to let you know I'm on my post, and I'm listening, and I'm enjoying the message.
1: Amen. (laughs) So, praise God. We are amplified in the word. Amen. Amen. Yes, we are. I can hear very well. Amen. Well, praise God. Amen. Well, the Holy Spirit blessed you because uh, you are truly at your post and you are doing what the Lord has called you to do. And I hope you can uh, appreciate what it is in reference to we must always seek divine knowledge, not that knowledge that tempts us, because that knowledge is not going to reward us. Amen. Amen. So if you'd like to expound, uh, you have the floor, woman of God. If the Holy Spirit is giving you an unction to speak, to expound, uh, we'd love to hear from you at this particular time.
2: Well, hallelujah. Well, you know, as you were reading the scriptures, this is what came to mind. You know, a lot of people here in the state of, of, uh, in these United States and then several uh, states are having these different protests and having these different marches about um black lives matter. Mm-hmm. And um I begin to ask God to reveal the root issue. I begin to ask God to expose uh what the root is concerning all of the manifestations of the sin and the evil and the wickedness that has um began to flourish in the land. And when you begin to read out of the book of Hosea and verse number six where you where it says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you from being my priest. And because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. And I believe that when you begin to read that, and I was reading along, that was a part of the answer to my question uh, to the Lord about uh, the out growth and the rampantness of wicked and sin that we see that is going on in the land. And I believe that the remedy is uh, getting back to the real knowledge and the knowledge of this word and how we need to repent to God for not Uh, coming back, you preached a message a couple of weeks ago about coming back to the Lord, coming back to the Word of God, coming back and obeying the Word of the Lord and and, and turning from our wicked ways that God may hear us. And I believe that this particular verse speaks to many answers that people have, but this answer is not what I think a lot of people will want to hear.
1: Well, the thing is, again, we have that that will reward us in corruption. Amen? Yes. And we have that that will reward us in what we always had coming, what our Father has always designed for us. Amen? Amen. And you're not going to find it in anything but His Word. So we have to understand either we are going to be built on science... And for those who want to have a scientific mind, and everything is based on science, and God doesn't exist, well, what I'd like to say to you is I would like to see the scientific equation for love, faith, and hope. And when you can give that to me. Then maybe I can understand pure science as you want it to be because you say it's science, because it's based on your knowledge, because it's based on your evidence. I, as, you know. How are we able to get through what we're able to get through without love, without faith, and without hope? So when they can come up with a scientific equation for those three things, then I'll be more inclined to listen to their scientific evidence. But until (laughs) they can come up with that, uh, it is what it is. So be careful what it is that you seek totally, that you stand on totally, because if there are two to be chosen, I will only choose that which I will stand on is the Word of God. They can have their science, but I will stand on the Word of God, and I'll be quite content because my salvation will be secure.
2: What a nugget. What a nugget. A scientific formula for love, faith, and hope. What a nugget. You know, for many, many years, I too searched and searched knowledge in the wrong places. I went to school for this particular subject and then I went to school for that particular major and then I went to school for another particular major but it wasn't until uh, the Holy Spirit began to draw me close it wasn't until he began to prompt me to ask for peace and when I began to ask for peace the Prince of Peace came and when the Prince of Peace came he began to align me up he began to put me back on the straight and narrow and then he put a Bible in my hand and he began to tell me read over here and read here and read there and the more i began to read the more um the darkness began to fade away and the light began to come and more of the poison from the lies that i had believed from being in other institutions that was teaching me the false began to dry up as the truth began to come in and dispel those lies, And so you read in Proverbs where it talked about knowledge and uh, the type of knowledge. And Psalms chapter one talks about this law that we must meditate on day and night. And so I'm in agreement, the scientific formula for love, faith, and hope is this word. And only those that are partaking and abiding in this word, will find that that particular formula is only going to be in God.
1: Amen. Well, you know what, sis? Uh, It's free because uh, our Lord and Savior died for us to give it to us, and I want everybody to have it, but it's up to them to uh, accept it, or reject it, but you cannot deny it when you stand before the Lord Jesus Christ and say you didn't hear it, because that would be a lie from the pit of hell. So be careful what you're rejecting in front of the Lord Jesus Christ, because you'll have to give an account for it, and you can't say that you didn't hear it. You will be able to say, I didn't receive it. But please do not tell God that his servants did not do their job. Amen?
2: (laughs) Amen. Well, you know, the other day you said, how much of a lie is the truth? And none of it. Amen. So God will already know, and no liar and no lies will be found in heaven at all. Amen. So oh. no one will be able to get away with it.
1: Well, you know, uh, those that want the the rewarder that tempts, Uh, They think that they can because they have a knowledge of self. Like I said, be careful what you wish for. You might get it. But before I let you leave, sis, would you please bless us with Ecclesiastes? I'd like you to go to chapter 7, verse 12. We have another caller, but I'd like for you to share with our listening audience that uh, scripture. Again, Ecclesiastes, I'd like you to go to chapter 7, and would you please read verse 12.
2: Okay, coming from the New King James Version of the Bible, Ecclesiastes Chapter 7, Verse Number 12. For wisdom is a defense as money is a defense, but the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to those who who have it so
1: if you don't have money wisdom will give you life what is wisdom wisdom is god hello for all you money lovers and those who complain you don't have money you don't need it if you have wisdom and i'm going to give that to you for free sister i'm not going to charge you
2: (laughs) hallelujah and then it all says wisdom is a defense so it will, it will shield you. It will shield you from deception. It will shield you from the lies. Wisdom will shield you, and it will cause you to be able to see the lie when it's coming.
1: And see, money can't buy you life, y'all. Money can't buy it. But wisdom will give you life, amen? Amen. And not Hallelujah. only will it give you life, but it give you life more abundantly. So for all those who like money, now run and tell that. Hello. <laughs> know that I love you, sis, and God bless you.
2: Amen. God bless you. Thank you for having me.
1: Yes, yes, so much. Bye-bye. Hello. Thank you for waiting. You're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you.
0: Hey, y'all bless you too, Sister Nina. It is a blessing to hear you. there. I've been listening to you. But, Amen.
1: Uh... How are you, Sister Dorothy? God bless you, sis. I am greatly blessed,
0: highly favored, and deeply loved, and Yahweh still reigns.
1: Amen. And you know I love you, and I love your mommy
0: more. Amen. 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 That sister that was just on the air, it was a blessing. She just hit the hammer right on the nail, and, and that's the whole thing about knowing the wisdom of the Father and walking in His righteousness because of His Word. Because right now, we're, there's a spirit of deception in the land.
1: Oh, for and sure. All this,
0: this stuff coming around, talking about the Black Lives Matters and all that stuff, that's a deterrent. That's a distraction. Because remember, see, Satan still reigns in this earth. Mm-hmm. And most people don't understand that they're just blaming why God this, what God that. But no, he's still in control. These things must happen before the return of the Messiah. Amen. He said it's going to get better. He says it's going to get worse. They're going to hate us even more. Amen. And he says, those that overcome, those that who endure until the
1: end, shall be saved. Well, if we go to Ephesians chapter 2. Uh I'd like to read the first three verses. And again, I mean Yes, please read it. Ephesians chapter 2, would you read verses 1, 2 and 3? My my spirit quickened when you said what you said about the spirit of deception. So I'd like people to to hear this again. We're in Ephesians chapter 2 and Sister Dorothy is going to read verses 1, 2 and 3. And this is from the old King James Version. Amen.
0: But I I read it like, and I take the lessons of Aliz out. It says, and you have, he quenched, uh, who were dead in your trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked. Hold on here. You walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience among whom also we had our conversations in times past in the lust of our flesh. Uh, my scripture's is really tiny here. Mm-hmm. here. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh, of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. And this is where we are, because they don't want anything to do with God and righteousness and truth. And um, pride goes before fall, a haughty spirit before destruction. And what do we hear? All this pride, this gay pride, this pride, this pride, this pride, 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 pride. But we're, we're heading for destruction unless Yah sows mercy
1: upon us. Well, see, the thing is, is that if we will look back into the scriptures, we remember there was a time When there were people from the house of Israel priding themselves of being from Hebrew lineage and that they were circumcised on the eighth day, that they had never been slaves. They were the seed of Abraham, Isaac, amen, and Jacob and Joseph, if you will. They were from that lineage and they were saying basically that they were superior. They were better than any other people that were out there and God's chosen people were those who kept his commands. But the thing is, is when the new covenant was revealed, which was the coming of Christ, amen, which was the Messiah, the Yeshua, if you will, that became the new people. And you had to be a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ in order to be considered the chosen people. You no longer could have a cultural significance. You can no longer have a... Racial significance, you cannot have a geographical significance. Paul challenged those who said that they were of this particular lineage because he called them out and said that you are circumcised by the spirit in the heart and you have to know the Lord Jesus Christ. He has to be your savior. He has to be the one that you follow. And Jesus basically said, if you don't follow me. If you don't receive me, you don't receive my father. You cannot have one and not the other. They coexist. They go together. So the remnant, if you will, are those who are of the spiritual Israel. I mean, I mean, so if I mean. you think that, that you're getting that in That's because of to. your bloodline, you think you're getting in because of your denomination, you think you're getting in because you are in a certain geographical loc- location, then you do not understand the scriptures because we have been grafted in by the vine dresser, and I'm going to get to that, who the true vine is, and you have yeah. to understand the significance of that. So, I mean, do not... Be deceived. And if we go to Galatians, sis, if you'll help me out here, if we go to Galatians chapter 6, could you read verses 7, 8, and 9 for us? Galatians chapter 6, and I'd like you to read verses 7, 8, and 9. And Sister Dorothy had already said she's reading from the King James Version.
0: Yep, that is that is true. That is a blessing because uh, we have to hold to what we know is truth because that's the thing. They say that they know they're the seed of Raphael, but they're not according. To the Messiah rebuked them constantly. If you deny the Son, you don't even have the Father. They're the seed of the serpent, period. Only two seeds, there's only two doctrines the doctrine that fears the Almighty and the doctrine that serves the serpent. You, you can't Amen. go both ways. So, and that you get the hammer right on the nail. Okay. Yes.
1: So you, you are going to read that. from yeah. Galatians chapter 6, and you're going to read verses 7, 8, and 9 for us.
0: Then again, Galatians
1: what? Chapter six, and you're gonna read verses seven, eight, and nine.
0: Okay, here we go. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches and all good things. Be not deceived. That's what the Messiah kept telling them. Don't let man deceive you. Don't let man deceive you. Mm-hmm. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth in the flesh shall also reap corruption. And he that soweth in the spirit shall of the spirit reap the life everlasting. Verse 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we all shall weep if we faint not.
1: There it is. So we need to stay at our post. We need to stay in our word. And to me, this is an excellent time. And what the Spirit told me is that not enough people know me. They claim yes. they know me, but their actions demonstrate otherwise. Amen. So we that's have a truth. great opportunity to go out because as you can see, the laborers are few, but the harvest is plentiful. So we need to be at our post. We need to proclaim the true word of God. And as Paul called those out, challenge those in love. Yeah. Not in violence, not in mm-hmm. hate, not in it's indifference. Not in protesting. There's but
0: no way, in, in no scripture. There, that's and see, that's another thing the Holy Spirit showed me the other day. I was about to call this secular station. I said, how come no one is lashing out that hatred has no color? It's a spirit. Satan is a spirit. He's the father of all lies and hatred and distress it's
1: A spirit. You got the spirit of truth and you got the spirit of error. But the thing is, as we saw in the scriptures earlier, mm-hmm. that if you reject knowledge, you reject him. Yes. And it will cause devastation to your children because he will not remember your children. You know, I'm a child. I have a child. I have a grandchild. I have a duty and responsibility to teach them the truth, whether they want to hear it or not. I have got to be on my post. I cannot be a servant of the most high God and say that I'm a believer when I am not adhering to the great commission in Matthew 28. We're all called to do that. Amen. Amen. Some of us are Amen. gifted to do certain things, Amen. But yeah. we're all called to do it. You don't say, "Well, that's uh, Sister Dorothy's responsibility because she's okay. on the radio," or that's Sister Nina's responsibility because she's on the radio, or that's <laughs> Sister Susan's responsibility because uh, she's ministering to to children. You know, no, no, you don't get you don't get off that easy. So yes. my whole thing is that I. Have a conversation, and I like passionate conversations. Tell me what it is that you believe, and yeah. what is it that you're willing to die for? What is he willing to stand on for? And what are they promising you if you go out and you uh, align yourself with this group or that group? What is yeah. the promise? See, that's why I went back to Genesis 3 and said Satan could not deliver upon the promise. He was in no position to even offer it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's my whole thing. Be careful what you wish for because you might get it. And don't get mad when you've been boozled, when you've been played, when you've been swayed. So, because if you stand on the word of God, trust me, you'll be steadfast. You'll be strong. You you won't be able to be moved. Mm -hmm. And let them do what they're going to do because at the end of the day, I need to be covered. We're in this world, but we're not of it. Amen. We've we, we marched to a total different standards
0: and, and what they're doing and the uprest. When did violence ever bring about peace?
1: Amen. I, I, I receive it, sis. So my whole thing is that we have to go back to the Genesis. We have yeah. to go back to when sin entered in and how was sin entered in? It was based on a deception it was based on a lie it was based on a promise from a person who couldn't give a promise let alone deliver on that promise so be careful let's go all the way back why do you believe what you believe why are you responding the way that you responded i don't get mad at people i need to check myself you understand am i who i say i'm in in christ do i believe what i say i believe the thing is just get corrected
0: it's a good thing you said because I was, I'm sitting in my vehicle waiting for one of the senior ladies that I took her to the store, and the lady, uh. she ran into the car with her basket. And I just, I, I don't know if you heard me, but I asked her, I said, Did you do that intentionally or was it an accident? Mm-hmm. And she said, Accident. I said, okay. okay. Just like you said, you have a choice to make. Sure. You could either look at it as negative or you can be constructive.
1: Right. So my, my my thing, thing is to make sure that I am renewing my mind yeah, as yeah. the scriptures tell me. So I need to put some word in and be careful what it is that I'm letting myself be fed. Amen. Yeah. Because a little poison can kill the whole body. All it takes is a little bit. Yeah. So know that I love you, sis. God bless you. Thank you for encouraging me and reading the scriptures with me today. And I know you'll be at your post and I will be at mine. And we will do what God has called us to do in a season called now.
0: Just continue to endure. All right, so, I love you, so sis. You don't you, have sis. to
1: go through some suffering, but stay well, strong. suffering for Him is worth it. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. It, we get to, it's a blessed
0: reward. He said "We suffer, when we shall reign with Him." Amen. It, it all goes hand in hand. We're I, not losing I, out on anything.
1: I, I receive that. Thank you, sis. I love you.
0: Love you too. Take care.
1: Uh uh-huh. Bye bye. Hello, you're on Save the loss at all costs, and God bless you, and thank you for waiting. I apologize, but the Spirit is moving, and I have to be obedient to the Spirit, so thank you for your patience. Hello? All right, well, let's uh, ask our caller to call back. Uh, We appreciate her patience, and we pray that she calls back. Amen. So we will continue on with our lesson. We are going to go to Matthew 13, and I'd like to share something with you. But if, before I get to Matthew 13, I'm, I'm going to pass by Matthew 7 first. So I want to go to Matthew, and I want to look at chapter 7, and I want to read verse 14. I have the New King James Version, so I have the red letter edition. And the Word of God says this, Because narrow is the gate, And difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. 15. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. So we have to be very mindful of that. And I want to read uh, verse 13. It says, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. You have to understand this. This is Jesus speaking. This is him preaching. This is him teaching. You really, really have to understand that he understood the importance and how easily people would be deceived. And especially women, because it was Eve who was deceived by the serpent. We have a nature to be listeners and nurturers. So we always want to hear so that we can discern if it's a good message, if it's a bad message, if it has a little good in it, a little truth in it. A little truth does not exist in a lie. There is no truth in a lie. Because the one who's giving you the message has an ulterior motive. Their motive is not right. So it doesn't even start from a good place. The deception is already in their heart because that's what type of person they are. It speaks to their character. So if a deceiver is giving you a message, it's not to reward you. Ultimately, it will lead to your destruction. Check the messenger before you even entertain the message. Amen? So now we're going to move on to Matthew 13. And we are going to look at verses 38 through 43. Again, what we're talking about today is be careful what you wish for. You might get it. Again, we are going to Matthew 13. And we're going to look at verses 38 through 43. So, I'm in Matthew 13. I'm starting in verse 38. And I will be reading from the New King James Version. Again, I have the red letter edition. So this is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ speaking. Verse 38. The field in the world, the good seeds are the sons of the kingdom, but the tares are the sons of the wicked one. 39. The enemy who soweth them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are the angels. 40. Therefore, as the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of this age. 41. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom. All things that offend and those who practice lawlessness, 42, and will cast them into the furnace of fire, there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth, 43. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. It says, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Everyone doesn't have ears to hear. Everyone will not be able to see this. Everyone will not be able to understand this. And it says that tares represent the wicked one. And who is responsible for the wicked ones? It's the devil. Make no mistake, evil, wickedness, disobedience, lies, deception, wrath, hate, violence, entitlement, separation, that's all spawn of the devil. There's no truth in him. None. It wasn't in the beginning, so why was it going to be now? There was no truth in him in the beginning, in chapter 3 in Genesis. Why is he truthful now? He would have to die into himself. Why would Satan be against Satan? You got to get it, people. You got to get it. Let's go to John 15. We're going to go to the Gospel of John. I'm coming down to the last 10 minutes. So, again, what we're talking about, be careful what you wish for. You might get it. Be careful how you are receiving your information. More so, who is the one who is responsible for getting the information? And what is their goal? What is their end game? Okay, John 15. And Jesus is speaking. I'm looking at chapter 1. Again, I'm in the New King James Version. And verse 15, excuse me, chapter 15, verse 1. The Word of God says, I am the true vine. And my Father is the vine dresser. 2. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. 3. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. 4. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Wow. You have got to catch that in your spirit. He said, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Three, you already clean, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. For abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Wow, so powerful. You see, you have to understand that a grapevine is not like any other vine. Because it was used to describe Israel. And the purpose of the vine dresser is to be in relationship with his grapes. And this particular vines, they go on for generations. And the vine dresser will make sure that the vines that hold the fruit will be free of insects and disease and constantly lifting them off the ground and pruning them. Amen. We have to be so excited about that. Now, I'm going to go to the book of Psalm and I'm going to look at chapter 80 and i am going to look at verse 8 again i'm in psalm 80 and i'm going to look at verse 8 and the word of god says this you have brought a live excuse me you have brought a vine out of egypt you have cast out the nations and planted it what was brought out of egypt the house of israel god's people amen Egypt perished I don't know if you know that but it, it did perish amen but God brought his people out of Egypt so whatever Egypt that you find in yourself in God can bring you out and we know what happened to Egypt so it does not matter how deep you are in Egypt He's the one that can bring you out, and He's the one that will heal you. He removed disease off your life. He will remove that that's eating at you, those insects. He will remove that dirt that is hard and impenetrable and not suitable for planting, and He will make it fertile in your life. Amen? If you will allow it, if you will believe in the knowledge which is Him, if you will taste what wisdom is because wisdom is the beginning of knowing who he is amen so we're going to look at isaiah chapter 5 and we're going to look at verses 1 through 7 i'm going to try to get through it very very quick okay again isaiah chapter 5 verses 1 through 7 verse 1 now let me sing to my well-beloved and a song my beloved regarding his vineyard my well-beloved has a vineyard. Oh, a very fruitful hill. Two, he dug it up and cleared out its stones and planted it with the choicest vine. He built a tower in the midst and also made a winepress in it. So he expected it to bring forth good grapes, but it brought forth wild grapes. Three, and now, oh, the inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge please between me and my vineyard. For what more could have been done to my vineyard that I have not done in it? Why then? When I expected it to bring forth good grapes, did it bring forth wild grapes? 5. And now, please, let me tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away its hedge, and it shall be burned, and break down its wall, and it shall be trampled down. 6. I will lay it waste, it shall not be pruned or dug. But there shall come up briar and thorns. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain on it. Seven for the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel and the men of Judah are his pleasant plant. He looked for justice, but behold, oppression for righteousness, but behold, a cry for help. We love you. God bless you. Be careful what you wish for. You might get it. Stay with the word of God. Stay with God. Amen.